Hey folks, what's going on here? This is Wesley, billion dollar virgin here with another millionaire, Midnight Rant. Welcome to the podcast. Raise your vibration, raise your energy. Why? Because high energy equals high income, baby. That's gold. So tonight I want to talk about the, how to master the one, master this one thing and you'll be rich forever. Okay. Going to teach you something here tonight. Something that you don't know. You're aware of, but you don't know deeply here. Okay. I'm going to give you the one thing that you need to master. Anybody on the planet. Teenager, older person, young adult, man, woman. If you master this, you will be rich for the rest of your life. Okay. So go ahead and. Log in. Go ahead and tag a couple of people below if you got love for me. And if you're brand new to the Millionaire Midnight Rant, well, where you been? I do this every night. Like every night. Go to my Instagram. You're going to see a million black screens on my Instagram timeline. <laughs> and it's just me talking from my bedroom here, looking at my view. Of course, that's my view. It's a little foggy here in Houston, Texas here. But... I'm a self-made millionaire. I'm a black man from Houston, Texas. I grew up on the South Side. Pretty poor, pretty average upbringing. And through resilience and busting my ass and learning and educating myself, today I'm worth over $40 million. I'm in the digital marketing space. I'm in a real estate space as well. I do well. I do very well. And I have three lovely children and I'm a single man, single, you know, not ready to mingle, not right now, busy. But I take a few hours out of my night to talk to people like yourself who want to be wealthy, who want to be rich, who want to be happy, and who want to understand how to navigate the world, right? Got to teach you. There are tips and tricks and secrets on how to navigate the planet so that you get more of what you want instead of more of what you don't want. Does that make sense? And that's what I'm here for. So go ahead and comment your names here below. Hey, Lizette, how are you? Comment your names below, ladies and gentlemen, here. Donna, Donnie, Tata. We have Relister. Comment your names below if you want me to give you a shout out here. I want you to know that this is live. I can see your comments right now. Kiki Ocean, how are you? David O. Ru Ready. Hey, how are you? Annie, how are you, Annie? Edify. Africa. Ethan. Joshua. Win. Ben, how are you? Get Rich Now. Love you too, Melissa Reyes. Troy, how are you? Donnie, hey, hey, King James. Money Mike Wynn, La Vida, Patricia, how are you, Patricia? Hey, make sure you take notes. This is going to be a good one, I promise you here. And listen, um, you know, the reason why I do this at night is because a lot of this information is so esoteric, it's just not public. It is public, but what I'm saying is you have to go down a deep rabbit hole to conjure up some of this information here on the planet here. And like, if you're not willing to do that, then you'll never really understand how to navigate the world in a way that you just get more of what you want. I get what I want all the time. And I'm here to teach people that you can do it as well. But 
Many of you feel very powerless. Many of you feel that, you know, you can't do it or maybe your upbringing or where you live or you don't live in the right country. You don't have the right parents. And I'm here to let you know that's BS, that that does not determine your potential. Okay, you determine it. And I'm going to prove it to you here tonight. Hey, Apex, how are you? Cam C, legend. Hey, hey, mamacita. Happy birthday. It's not my birthday. I wish. Ruben, how are you? Tom Brady. Paris from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Hey, Puerto Rico. Woo. Phil from Houston. What's up, Phil? How are you, man? We got Maxwell. I'm always excited to get on these rants. I love it. What time is it there? It's 12.11 here. Okay. It's 12 midnight. Chef Tingles. Hey, Mo, how are you? Hey, Andy, how are you? Um, Hannah, how are you? From Scotland. Wow. All the way from Scotland. Yeah, I love it. Lucas is in the house. <clears throat> All right. So take notes. Okay, take notes. So what I want to do tonight, I want to teach, hey, Aaron, how are you? I, I want to teach you how to master this one thing and why it will make you rich forever, okay? And it's nothing that's physical because I know a lot of you think, well, what do I got to do? Nah, it's nothing that's physical, okay? I want you to write this down, okay? We suffer more often in imagination than in reality, Okay. We suffer more in imagination than in actual reality. Write that down. Okay. A lot of you right now, and if we're going to be honest, some of you are frustrated. Okay. It could be about your relationships. It could be about your body. It could be about your health. And it could be about your finances. And some of you are suffering right now, right? Some of you are suffering because you average, you have an average amount of money in the bank account. Some of you are suffering because you have debt. Some of you are suffering because you're in a toxic relationship. Some of you are suffering because you're addicted to drugs, you're alcoholic. Some of you are suffering because you're overweight and fat. Some of you are suffering because you've been diagnosed with cancer, diabetes, or some type of autoimmune disease, right? And this is very important because suffering, it is the reason most people would never be truly rich. Now, rich, it's not just about money. Okay. Rich is how you feel. Now, I know a lot of you may not believe that because, no, 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 I need money. Do I need money? I get it. I know you are. But listen, to be rich is how you feel. Okay. Because think about it. Use your imagination. People that have a lot of money tend to feel good. The people that don't have a lot of money tend to feel bad. Negative, depressed, down, sad, frustrated, irritated. Make sense? Now, I want you to write this down again because I don't think you wrote it down. 
got to really understand this because we're going to talk about suffering tonight because a lot of you, that's what you're doing, suffering. We often suffer more only in our imagination, okay? Not in reality. When you say that I had a bad day today, what you're saying is that you have used your imagination and you have purposely selected all the experiences in your day that equaled a bad day. Which means is you have deleted, you know, waking up in the morning, you have deleted that you have a car, you deleted that you have a home, you deleted that you have people that love you, you deleted that you have a job. You have deleted all the positive things in your life, okay? Are you with me here? Now, now we do this as people. You've never been taught this because, well, you know, school is not going to teach you this, but I am. What we tend to do as people when we say we're having a tough day or we're suffering or we have a big problem is we're using our imagination in a way that is not serving us. And what we start to do, listen, we start to connect what's happening in our mind and we start to associate it to our reality, okay? And your reality is just things that are happening in the world, right? Whatever. Debt, you get in a car accident, you lose your job, somebody hurts your feelings, somebody curse you out, you, didn't, you don't get the job, you know, things like that, right? What I want you to understand is you have to learn to disassociate your imagination from your reality, okay? Are you with me here? This is some deep stuff. You know, when I learned how to do this in my early 30s, I mean, I was rich forever and I didn't even have a lot of money. It's something that's called emotional intelligence. And let's make this. I'm going to give you the simplistic definition. Emotional intelligence is it, it is similar to stoicism, which means is people that can take extreme amount of emotional pain and not complain about it. Okay? Which means is these type of people... They can navigate the world in a way, and as things happen to them, they realize that they have the power to define those things, and they have the power to react how they want to react, not how the world wants you to react. Are you with me here? I give example. Like right now, if I say, you know what? All of you are losers. You're fucking losers. You're not going to make a million dollars. As a matter of fact, you're going to be at your nine to five job for the rest of your life. Stop reading books. Stop trying to better yourself because you're a loser. Now, some of you would get upset if I said that. Like if I was serious about that, you were like, why would you say that? Why would you say that? Why would you talk like, why would you tell? Wes, we, we don't like you. No, I hate you. Wes, why would you even, why would you tell somebody that, right? But listen, now this is important. 
immediately you will react. Okay, because, you know, unfortunately, we're very reactive people. Instead of looking in within yourself and thinking to yourself, well, let me ask myself a question about what Wesley said. He said, I'm a loser. Now, is there anything in my psyche that validates that I'm a loser? No. So if it doesn't, then I don't respond nor react. Does that make sense? See, many of you said, now, listen, this is why the rich keeps getting richer, because people on the planet, it's just so easy to emotionally disturb you. Like, it's so easy for you to suffer. Like, if we have seven days of a sunny day, like, say if for seven days it's sunny, and then one day we have nothing but clouds, it's dark, and it's gloomy, most people will feel, oh, man, you know, oh, man, it's going to be one of those days again. Like the weather itself determines a lot of people's attitudes. Isn't it insane? The weather. Something outside of our control determines people's attitudes, their behaviors automatically, unconsciously. Make sense? Listen, you have to learn that, and I want you to learn this tonight with me, that your life is not that bad, okay? Like your life, it is not that terrible, okay? This is something I had to teach myself when I turned 30 because I thought life was so terrible because I wasn't getting my goal, right? <laughs> I had a goal, just like you, you have a dream, you have a goal. And sometimes we get tunnel vision and we're only thinking about the achievement of the goal. And since the goal is not happening, our life becomes just about the goal. And since we're not achieving the dream nor the goal, we're using our imagination, right? Because it's all in your mind. Why does it not working? I'm trying everything. And what you don't realize, like you know, your attitude and your behavior is operating on a very low frequency. So when you talk to people, you're around people, whatever you do in the world, you begin to get negative responses. Does that make sense? You can go to the grocery store and somebody will say something to you and you perceive it to be negative. One of your friends have a conversation with you. They'll say something that will trigger you and you'll go off on them. And the reason why that's happening is because you're so attached to the goal and the dream that you want and you're upset and you're suffering and you're pissed off because it's not happening and you're using your imagination to exacerbate this illusion that is only in your mind how bad it is. Why is not working? I don't, I spent all my money, I'm investing and no one wants to help me. Like you're doing that in your imagination. And now you're projecting that in your physical world. Listen. And by the way, I, I didn't say that as far as that 
we suffer more in our imagination than we actually do in reality. That's Seneca. That's not even me. Seneca said that. And he's so right that most of us don't realize that our lives that we think is so horrific and so devastating is just what is happening in our imagination. That your problems and whatever you're working on or whatever challenge or whatever adversity that you're going through right now, if it's bad, it's only because you're conjuring up emotions to make it worse in your imagination. Does that make sense? Okay. Are you with me here? Now, listen, if you master this, if you learn how to take control, I want everybody to type these words. I must take control of my mind. And I'm going to show you how to do it. Go ahead and comment below, please. I must take control of my mind. See, you know, this stuff is so fascinating because first you got to be aware that you can. Some of you think that you can't. Oh, I can't control anything. Nothing works out for me. Listen, type these words below. I must take control of my mind. That's it. Now, what does that really mean? That means if I'm working in a business... Okay, and I'm and I'm working to make the business work to be profitable. And every day that I'm working in the business, I'm not getting any profits, no results. So what do I do, Wes? What if I'm do if I'm working my ass off? I'm sacrificing. I'm meditating. I'm reading the books. I'm saying the affirmations. Okay, I'm separating from the world. And I'm still not getting the results. Listen. This is what you do. You use your imagination. And you. This is going. Some of you are not going to believe this. But it works. Listen. You use your imagination. And you imagine. You imagine. That you are getting the results. Sheesh, that's powerful. Let me say that again, because I know you didn't get... Open up your big ears, okay? Somebody's going to have a breakthrough. This is what you do. When you're surrounded by problems, okay? So many problems, issues, debt, whatever. It doesn't matter what's happening in your life. What you do at that moment is you imagine... That every problem is gone. You imagine the solutions for every single problem. Does that make sense? That's what you do. I'm telling you, it works. Now listen, you're going to have the tendency to not to do that. Why? Because you have momentum and the negative or the opposite or the contradictory direction. You have to understand something, people. Like how you are right now, you have habits and you have behaviors, okay? You have been thinking a certain way for a very long time to the point that it's very automatic for you to respond at different things that take place in your life, okay? 
which means is you have to be aware. Tonight, you are more aware. Some of you already know this, but you don't know it unconsciously yet. Well, how do I get it deep into my unconscious mind, Wes? Repetition. By hearing this over and over again, by understanding that, okay, the next time I have a problem, instead of imagining the problem and validating and making the problem worse, only in my mind, right? It's, it's just in my mind. It's not that it's really that bad. It's like it's in my mind. I'm making it worse. I'm going to imagine the solution. I'm going to imagine as if the problem doesn't exist. I'm going to imagine that everything is working out perfectly. Key point. Example. If I'm in a business, I'm working in a business, right? It doesn't matter what the business is. You're not making money. On Monday, not making money. Tuesday, not making money. Wednesday, you're not making money. How do you change it immediately? Easy. Simple. On Thursday, you imagine that you are making money. Even when you don't. Even when you can see you're not making money. I want you to imagine. I want you to celebrate. I want you to be excited that you are. Now, I know a lot of you just like, come on, Wes. It's not that simple, but it is. You know, once you realize that some of the most, the thing, you know, listen, when people ask me, how do you, you know, how, how do you make a million dollars? You know, when you think about it, it seems to be very complex and complicated, but in, in actuality, it is very simple thing. It's like small, simple things that needs, that you need to do repeatedly that creates this spiral of money or wealth. Many of you think you got to do something like big or I got to do something like insane, crazy. No, not at all. Okay. Like the simple thing that must be done. If you want to start to see more positive things take place in your life, you have to use your imagination and imagine that you are receiving positive things, even though. You just lost your job. I give you an example. Say if you lost your job. Okay. All right. I lost my job. I got fired. So what I would do, I'm like, man, you know what? Thank God I was fired. Man, thank you. Woo. Now I can start that business. Woo. Now I can find a job that's going to pay me double. And I begin to imagine that process. So what does it feel like to be able to make double what I was making at the job that just terminated me? If I'm in, if I'm starting an internet company, a YouTube channel, whatever, and my YouTube channel is not getting any views, well, what does it feel like if my YouTube channel was getting views? Mm, how would that feel? Like, who would you talk to? Who would you tell? How excited would you be if it was? You want to make money in your company? So how would you feel if you were making money every single day? Say if you want to make $1,000 a day. Well, how does that feel? How does it feel to make $1,000 every single day, $30,000 a, a month. Like, what would you be doing? Where would you be flying to? What would you buy? What type of contributions would you make? 
Are you with me here? Listen, we are literally reprogramming the mind. Like when, you know, even it says in the Bible to reprogram your mind, honestly. Listen, you have to reprogram the mind. This is what we do. This is what has to be done. Like your mind is adulterated at this point. It's contaminated, okay, with excessive, negative, cynical thoughts. We have to reprogram. We have to wash it, brainwash you. That's what we're doing. Right. That's what I'm doing to you right now. How? You now understand that the suffering that you're dealing with, some of you think you're suicidal. Some of you think that you're depressed. This is just your imagination. Do you not realize the power of your imagination that a person that lives in the free world that has a place to stay, a car to drive, can be depressed? And when you have somebody else on the other part of the world, they live on the street, okay? No running water, can't take baths properly, no deodorant, no great food. They got to cook their food. They got to go hunt and find their food every day. You can do Uber Eats, DoorDash, food arrives at your doorstep. You got AC pumping and you're depressed. How? Because the power of your imagination. Okay? Listen, you could be homeless right now. I've met some. See, the reason why this, this, this philosophy that I'm sharing with you is just so, um, so true to me, because like when I go out and I feed the homeless, homeless people, I've been doing it for years. Like every Sunday, I buy food and I go under the bridges and I feed them. Okay, it's a part of my contribution to the world. Okay, let me tell you something. These people are not sad. I swear to God, like, they're not sad. You would think that homeless people would be depressed, sad, on drugs. Some of them on drugs, absolutely. Some, But let me tell you something. I have, I've been doing this for a very long time. I've met thousands of people that live under the bridge in tents. And they're not depressed. When I show up with the food, they got a smile on their face. They're talking to me like they're my boy, like my friend. How you doing, Wes? What's going on? I'm doing this and I'm doing it. Man, I got another job. I know it's going to come through. And, man, I'm getting ready to move off the street. I'm going to move into this house. It's like their attitude is so different. And I'm thinking to myself, how is that possible when this person doesn't have running water, they can't eat properly, they haven't taken a shower or a bath, and they're living and it's cold outside right now? It's their imagination. They don't perceive their homeless experience as an experience that is devastating. Does that make sense? Okay. They don't perceive it that way. They don't see it that way. Does that make sense? They don't see staying on the street. Now, obviously, they don't want to be there. Obviously, they're, but since they're there, they're not perceiving this as the most devastating moment of their life. Does that make sense? Okay. They just don't. And when I saw that, 
when I experienced that, I just knew the power of the imagination is truly real. Because, see, I use the same power to be rich, right? Because I, I in, in, in my 20s, I, when I would, you know, challenges and problems, you know, I didn't like it, you know, and I would hate it and I would complain about it and bitch about it. And like, why does that work? I don't understand. I don't, you know, I would just put myself in a very uh, derogatory state. But, however, when I just switched it, I just said, and listen, it's not popular. See, the big issue, you might say, well, why don't everybody do that? Because it's not popular. Because people, they want facts, right? They want science. They want social proof. So, listen, you know, a huge majority of the world, they're not thinking like this. They're not using their imagination and looking at their problems and just imagining solutions. People don't do this. People don't, you know, go through divorces and imagine themselves with the lover of their dreams and they thank God for the divorce and excited about the divorce. No. What do, what do typical people do? They're crying. They're whining. Okay. Somebody lose a lot of money. If you lost $100,000, some of you, if you lose $100, you're crying like a baby. Where's my $100? Where's my money? I needed that $100. <laughs> Instead of saying, you know what? It's just $100. I'll be able to get it back just like that. As a matter of fact, I'm imagining that hundreds and hundreds of dollars is going to come to me per minute. What I want you to understand is this is exactly what I did to have a major breakthrough and it's exactly what I do for my life today in every area of my life. Suffering is only in your imagination, young people. Depression. You know, when you have suicidal thought, that's your imagination. Your imagination can cause you to kill yourself. How is your imagination that powerful? Your imagination can make you do some of the most despicable, insane, irrational things ever. Some of the most demented things that human beings do. The imagination does this. That's how powerful it is. And the reason why I gave you such extreme examples, because I want you to understand that you can use the same power that you're using to destroy yourself. You can use to create the new self. Are you with me here? Now, do you believe me now? Do you understand that it's all in the mind? It's all in the imagination, but it's just not popular. It's just not. Your friends, they don't talk like this. I mean, what friend do you know that tells you, oh, you lost your job? Just imagine a solution to get a new one. You're like, what? You're crazy. What you talking about? You know, you go through a divorce. Oh, man, that's amazing. I'm glad you got the divorce. Now you can imagine the woman or the man of your dreams. Right? I'm not making money in my business. Oh, no problem, man. All you need to do is to imagine that you are. And when you begin to imagine that you are making money, I need you to feel like you are too, right? Because to imagine something... You need to feel it, right? You need to imagine that you are. And if you imagine that you are making money in your companies, then you will begin to feel. Does that make sense? You will feel like you're making money, which means that you will feel excited. Mmm. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm shouting in my bed right now. 
I got goosebumps. How many of you got a breakthrough here tonight? How many of you got a breakthrough? You had to have a breakthrough. I mean, because I articulated that message so well. I know I did. It is all in your imagination, your problems, your issues, gang. But you don't realize you have to disconnect and disassociate yourself from what you call your problem. To continue to think about your challenges and your problems, I get it. It sounds logical, right? Well, I got to think about my problems to fix my problems, right? No! How does that even make sense to think about the problem? Well, I got a big problem. I'm not making money. Man, why I'm not making money? What am I doing wrong? Man, I got a big problem. I'm not making money. I'm broke right now. I can't even. Like, how is that providing a solution? Anything you want to do in life, anything on this planet that you want some type of positive reciprocation from, just imagine it. You can lay in your bed right now, and if your goal is to make $10,000 a month, you can imagine $350 per day coming into your bank account. Just imagine it. You can imagine whatever company, whatever company, say if you're in network marketing, you can imagine yourself recruiting the top people, great influential people on autopilot into your business. You can, you can just do that. Now, I, I know... The next question is, well, how long it takes was? <laughs> right. I, I, I already, I know, I know already, right? Because I know you because I used to be you. How long does it take, Wes? How long do I need to do this? How long do I need to imagine a solution? Imagine being rich. Imagine being healthy, being sexy, being fine, whatever. How long I got to do that with? Because I ain't got no time. Man. I'm busy. I'm a busy person. So uh, how much how much time you got? Listen. Let's talk about time here. I want you to understand time. Once you understand time, you will never ask how long is it going to take? You just won't ask that question anymore. Now when it comes to manifesting stuff, okay? When it comes to bringing things in your life that you want, you won't use the, how long does it take? Listen, time is nothing but a construct. Which means time was only created for us to have structure and to organize the world. That's it. People need to know when to get up to go to work. Children need to know when to go to school. You need to know when you have to go to the doctor, what time you got to go to church, what time you got to go to the bed, what time you got to go to lunch, right? So time is only constructed to organize the world, honestly. Just, that's it. The universe, okay, doesn't operate on time, right? It was, it's not about time. Like, I know you folks, you know, when you think about a year, that's a long time. But if you think about a, a week, that's a shorter time. A day, even better. Yes. Because that's how we perceive the world. Right? And that's how we put time together. We, like, if I say, hey, it's only going to take seven days, 
Only seven days? Okay, I'm doing it, Wes. <laughs> right? You're like, all right, I'm going to do it. Seven days? All right, you said seven days, right? Because the reason why you want me to say seven days, because after the seven days, you want to come back to me and bitch at me if it don't take place and say that I lied. Make sense? Right? It's just the opportunity for you to complain and cry to me. If I say four weeks, four weeks? Okay, okay, I can do it. I can do four weeks. Okay, I can do four weeks. <laughs> right? Because that's what we do as people. We think. We think about how long is four weeks compared to, you know, four months. But what if I said five years? Every one of you will be discouraged. You'll be just, you'll be like, oh, come on, man. Five years? Shit. Look <sighs> at that time, man. Look at that. What I want you to understand, some of you are not going to believe this, but change, because that's what you're looking for. Change, as it relates to the mind, can be instant. I mean, I've seen it happen. I've seen people who have had addictions to drugs change in one day, in one night. This one person that I know personally, I'm not going to say the name, they couldn't stop drinking, right? They love to drink. Drink, 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 drink. Drink alcohol, like drink, 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 tequila, whatever. One day, one night, this person is driving in a car with a friend. And of course, they both were drinking and they're driving. Down the highway. And it was about 2 o'clock in the morning. And, you know, they playing the music and enjoying themselves. And somebody must have took, well, the person that was driving the vehicle, took their hands off the road. And within a second... It was an 18-wheeler that was on the side that was going to the um, to the right lane. And the person, when they looked up, they were in back of the truck. And they crashed. And the person that was driving the vehicle lived. But unfortunately, the person that was in the passenger she flew through the windshield. It was horrible. And let me tell you something. That person today, I still know them today. They have never had a drink of alcohol in the past 15 years. In the past 15 years, nothing. I mean, this person won't even drink apple cider. <laughs> if it even looks like a bottle of something, person doesn't drink it. I tell you that story because, like, change can happen instantaneously for people. That's what we don't realize. So when you ask me, like, how much time, how much time? It's not about time. It's are you willing to do the work? Like, are you willing every day to wake up and use your imagination that it benefits you? That empowers you. Okay. 
just like anything on the planet, you must develop it for it to mature. Many of you have not developed your mind in the way that you're able to get what you want. Okay, because your mind is not cultivated properly yet. Right? Because of your lethargic attitude, because of your own vices, and because of you just not paying attention. But I'm here to tell you that your imagination is real. That you, have, if you're able to manage your emotions, if you learn and teach yourself how to pause before you have reactionary responses to people or to things or to events that take place in your life, adversities, problems. If you learn to pause for a second and think and say, okay, something just happened. How do I want to respond so it's beneficial to me and beneficial to the other person? Okay? And all that is called thinking. That's it. Okay? Change, which is obvious, which is very obvious what a lot of you are looking for, it happens in seconds. I mean, you can change tonight, right now. Now, you can decide to change everything in your life. Some of you can decide right now to stop drinking, stop smoking, stop vaping. You can just decide not to do that right now. You can decide to have a positive attitude every day of your life. You can just choose to be that way. You can choose right now to have rich thoughts, to have the thoughts of a person that's wealthy. You can choose right now that you're going to take your health more seriously. Now, right now, you can just say, you know what? I'm going to take my health. I'm going to work out tomorrow morning. I'm going to give it my best. Yes, I'm going to be in pain. I'm going to be hurting, but... I'm going to give it my best every day. Like, you can just do that. Okay? Any questions for me? If you got value, come with the word value here tonight. Because I know many of you had a breakthrough. And listen, if you didn't have a breakthrough, listen to it again. But I'm sure you had a breakthrough. But if you didn't, have a breakthrough now. Listen to it again, and you'll get it. That the suffering is only happening in your imagination. Your problems and how bad you feel, that's your imagination. And if you can use your imagination to feel so badly that you want to kill yourself, you want to hurt yourself, just think about if you begin to use your imagination in the affirmative. Use your imagination to create and to build something. And to think about those things that are positive. Think about what you would do then. You might become rich. Make sense? Any questions for me here? I want to take some questions here. Ways to stop procrastinating. I get things done, but I procrastinate. First of all, Jada, stop saying that you're procrastinating. Stop saying that you procrastinate. Just stop. Stop speaking the words. Or stop affirming the words over your life. 
I did a video on my story today. I was driving to the gym and I was talking about affirmations are affirming. And I've been affirming my goals and dreams for a very long time, for the last decade. And what we don't realize, it's like we do, it's like we do realize how powerful our words are. But when we get caught up into that, what is called the emotional refractory period is when we get upset or get mad or get too happy, whatever. You know, we forget how powerful the words are, right? If Jada says, you know, I get things done sometimes, but I procrastinate. But I procrastinate. So think about how many times Jada has said that and think about how many times you have said that with her emotions. And see, one thing about women, they're very powerful because of their emotional power. Like it's it's necessary for women to feel women have to feel something. They love it. They, they love to feel love. They can feel heartbreak, pain, annoyance, depression, frustration, overwhelming. You know, women just it's called infractionation, right? Women just feel all types of emotions all the time. Okay? It's like necessary for them. It's like a requirement for her to navigate the world. And if women understood that she can take her emotions that are natural for her, that if she attach her emotions to thoughts that are empowering, thoughts that are positive, thoughts that are abundant, like if you would just do that, young lady, your life would change for the better very quickly. I've seen many women do it with ease. Because you're naturally an emotional human being. Make sense? What's next here? Wes, you know how you said you were saying to people that you were a millionaire before you became one. But then I have also been told that saying things out loud before has been worked it has been worked out can I don't Shanika can you write that again it doesn't make sense my goodness King this is valuable to me how do I shed off the pain and effects of rejection quicker please share your favorite technique to switch off this emotional promptly so when you say rejection, you mean rejection from women, from men, rejection from business opportunities? What type of rejection, right? Everybody, we respond to rejection very differently. But let me share something about rejection. What if I told you that I, Wesley Virgin, I don't get rejected? Never. Now you may say, I'm a liar. Some of you Spanish speakers will say, mentiroso. You're lying, Wes. Everybody gets rejected. Not I. Let me explain it to you. When, just say if I want something and someone says no, I don't hear the word no. What I want you to understand, like just because someone says no to you, it doesn't mean that you have to accept it. I don't hear no, I hear maybe. I give an example. You know, let's talk about relationships with many women. 
This happened a decade ago. I don't know. Maybe longer than that in my 20s. I remember this one girl. And I was, that was my clubbing days. And I'm out in the club and I see this little short, pretty, mix black woman. Gorgeous. I mean, mm, beautiful. Beautiful. Face like a princess. Nice body, perfect skin. Hair down to the middle of her back, just like I like it, right? And I approached her. Hey, how are you doing? My name is Wesley. And she said, oh, hey, Wesley. She basically ignored me, right? You know, just I said, are you having a good time? Yeah, I am. And she just walked right past me. And I smiled. And I said, okay. <laughs> I laughed. And that's it. Two years later, it's a true story, brother. Two years later, I swear to God. Two years later, I see the same girl. The same girl. At another club. She's still beautiful. I mean, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Mm. And I say, hey, how are you? She didn't know who I was. She had no clue that she just passed me by, ignored me. But I didn't internalize it. But let me finish the story. So basically that night, she's sitting in my lap. Her eyes locked on me. And we dated for a little while. But then I had to let her go. But the point is, you have to learn not to internalize rejection. And how you don't internalize it is that you have to proceed as it doesn't happen. Like just because the woman didn't respond the way I wanted right then, it doesn't mean that she's rejecting me. Just because I don't get the loan from the bank and they say no, it doesn't mean they're rejecting me. Like in two months or three months, I may get the loan from the same person. Does that make sense? You have to learn to see rejections as maybes. I learned that from a billionaire in my 20s. That's what he said. He said he never hears the word no. Never. He said he hears, when someone says no, he hears maybe. He said, well, maybe not today. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe next year. Maybe two months from now. And then the maybe can be a maybe yes. Right? And that's nothing but a perception, right? That's all what it is. But it's not a popular perception. It's because everybody that gets rejected, hear the word, no, 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 no. They just, you know, what's wrong with me? Why did they reject me? Why no one want to help me? I'm like, relax, relax. See, when a person acts that way and they start to self-deprecate, it's because they don't understand people. People are dynamic, man. I mean, you got to really understand this about people. Okay? People are dynamic, which means they're always changing. Always their feelings. Like, people are very subjective. They're always changing how they feel. They can be in love. They can hate you. They can, they can, can't stand you. I'll never talk to you. I'll never, I'll never. And then they're doing it. I mean, what are you talking about? I'll never cheat. 
I'll never uh, do that sexual act. <laughs> I've never done that before. I mean, come on. You got to understand people. Right? People are always changing, always. The first response from anybody on the planet, you cannot internalize. You just be like, okay. I hear you. But next time I talk to you, you're probably going to say yes. Thank you so much. I mean, you just, I'm telling you, it's very powerful. Once you understand this, people are dynamic. They're always changing because you don't know what's going on in the mind of people. See, the problem with issues with, especially when it comes to men and women, like men just think that women only reject them because they're broke or they're ugly. You know, that's it. That's just, that's just like in men's mind. And I don't know why. Do you understand that women have so much going on in their mind? They could be just having a bad day. Could be on her period. She could be going through menopause. She could have just broken with her. You just don't know. You never know, right? And you shouldn't even care. The only thing you should care about is your intention. That's it. I'm telling you, it's powerful. It's called willpower. And most people don't have none. They don't have any willpower. But a man or woman that has willpower, they understand his intention. That's all that matters. So that means that Whatever a person says, it's irrelevant. Who cares? Who cares what a person says? Right? I use these as opportunities for me to get what I want. Does that make sense? I hope I answered your question there. Questions for me here. Okay? What's up, Marcella? How are you? Marcos, hey, Jada. What's up, Patricia? King West. What is the most distorted reality you've ever heard regarding meditation? What's the most distorted reality? What do you mean by distorted reality? What's next here? Questions here. Questions here. Hey, Zama, how are you? Um... How do you know what can be said out loud and what cannot be said out loud? Other mentors speak on the fact that it's not good to state things unless it has already been worked out. Well, listen, I think what the other mentors are saying is this, that certain things you can't say to certain people because those people affect you. They will like if you say, oh, I'm going to make a million dollars. And he'd be like, no, you're not. You don't have a dollar in your bank account, right? That's going to affect you. It's going to hurt your feelings because you love them. But once you get to the point, because I would defer. Once you know yourself and you understand your capabilities and you truly believe in yourself, you can tell anybody anything. I mean, it doesn't even matter to you. I mean, I've had people not believe in me so what i mean it didn't matter anymore because like i consume my mind with this belief that i have here today that i can do all things it's nothing that i can't do i don't care what people say but so, listen it is nothing that wesley billion dollar virgin can do i can do whatever i want okay period like once you like that then others don't really affect you and if they do you just cut them out of your life so maybe that's what he was saying because the average person when they're making a transition from who they are to the person who they want to be 
the people that are close to you, they have the greatest impact on you, your beliefs and your thinking, right? So you might want to keep it to yourself because these people are going to tell you more about who you are than about who you can become. Make sense? Okay. Questions here. How to remain conscious all the time throughout the day for not giving my hands control in, in others' hands. You have to be aware, man. You have to always be aware. And the more that you're aware of how you're feeling and what you're thinking about, eventually it will become a very habitual process, okay? Just like most of you just think negative all the time, right? Or you think about worst-case scenarios. Or whenever you have a problem, you're like, oh, my God, I got a big problem. What am I going to do? Oh, my God, why is this happening to me? Right? That's a habit. It's just a habit. That's all it is, folks. You know, you're acting like this is your identity. <clears throat> this is not your identity, right? It just, you just have momentum because you've been thinking that way for a very long time. That's it. Your identity is not subjective. It's not how you feel, right? It's just what's happening is what you have done over and over again. And to change that, well, you have to be aware of what's going on. And you got to flip the script and you got to keep flipping it until you can't flip it no more. Are you with me? I learned keeping things to myself after I found out my closest family member that I love was jealous of me. I won't tell the soul anything now. Yeah. And honestly, you shouldn't tell. Hey, self-care, how are you? You shouldn't tell anybody that you love, that you like. And I get it. You want people to be happy for you. You know, that's how everybody is. We Like, we always want people to be happy for us. Hey, I'm doing this. I'm getting ready to do this. Why are you doing that? That's not smart. That's a scam. Why are you doing that stuff? Right? <laughs> Listen, if you want to share some good news with someone and you don't have anybody, share with me. Send me a DM and say, Wesley, I'm excited about this. And I'll tap the love button. Like, I'll be your biggest fan. But don't tell people that you love. Or the people that you're connected closely to. The people that you have emotional uh, emotional attachments to. Don't tell these people what's going on. Right? They're going to hurt you. They're going to hurt you. They're going to hurt your feelings emotionally. Okay? What's next? So use your imagination to get out of your situation. And feel like it's already happening. That's how you get out of any situation. Uh, Wes, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Hey, April, how are you? Any more questions for me? King Wes, if you could interview yourself, what's the one question you would ask yourself? Uh, well, it wouldn't be how to get rich. I wouldn't do that. I'll say, Wes. What habits, what daily habits did you have to decide to portray to become the man that you are today? Like, what were your habits? And tell me about Tell me the story. Like, tell me how it all happened. That's what I would ask myself. So.
And I want to ask those questions because I want to build my belief that I can do it myself. Okay. Wes, what were you doing for your birthday this year? Working. I guess age turning, maybe you just showed up. I just answered the whole how long question. What's next here? Wes, have you made a vision board since you got rich? No, I still have the same ones. I have five of them. They're right over there on my wall. On my Versace wall, by the way. No cap, no cap. It's just real life questions for me here. Talk to me. <laughs> Did you get value here tonight, ladies and gentlemen here? High energy, high income. I'm easily distracted. How do I discipline myself? Well, stop saying that you're easily distracted. You know, this, I get it. Listen, this is why, this is why I created Prosperity University, the genius group. Because you guys need it. Look at what the person commented below. I get easily distracted. I get easily distracted. Listen. Every thought that is in that mind of yours doesn't need to be communicated in the outer world. Does that make sense? Like every thought that goes on in your mind, you know, because we have a lot of thoughts. If you feel that you're easily distracted, you don't have to say that. You don't say, oh, I'm easily distracted. No, you know, maybe you're not. Maybe you're easily distracted because you keep saying that you're easily distracted. So if you continue to repeat that, how, how, how do you not become not distracted? Because you say you're easily distracted. Like you're telling yourself that you're easy, okay? <laughs> well, how about, how, how about you say this? It's, it's hard for me. It is, is, I'm easily, I easily focus on the things that I want. Change the words, you'll change your life. It is easy for me to focus on the things that I want. Not, I'm easily distracted. I procrastinate all the time. No, 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 no. All the time. People generalize all the time. Oh, you know, this always, always happens. I mean, I'm like, always, even when you sleep, even when you take a dump, negative and problems take place in your life. <laughs> you got to be very careful because the words are power. Okay. What's next here? What would you say was most motivating for you? Did you have a mentor? No, I didn't have a mentor, unfortunately. And I'm a person that self-motivates myself. Hey, Kiki, how are you? What's the most tragic situation you have overcome? And what did you do to get out of that state? Tragic? Um. Hmm. I guess when I was in jail a few days, 
or maybe when I I had an accident and my friend flew out the car. He didn't die, but um, he did have a mild concussion. Or maybe when my best friend, when I flew to Afghanistan to work out there, and my best friend killed himself, would that be tragic? Yeah, maybe so. I actually cried. But uh, honestly, man, I just got over it. I mean, what else would I do? Um, like I said, suffering is a choice. Okay? It really is it's a choice. Hey, Megan, how are you? Like, suffering is a choice. People that suffer every day of their lives, it's a choice choosing to be that way. Like, because you have to choose to suffer. Suffering is to continue to think about something that doesn't serve you or to think about something and to make it more painful only in your mind. That's it. And I just choose not to suffer about anything. Anything that happens in my in my life that's so-called tragic, I'm going to get over it within a day. I mean, honestly, not even a day, a couple of hours. It depends on what it is, you know? And the reason why I use the word get over it, I don't really get It's like I reframe it. Does that make sense? Like when my friend killed himself, like obviously that wasn't smart for him to do. But, I mean, what can I do? You think I'm going to be sad and cry every day because my best friend killed himself? Maybe that's what he wanted to do, and that's why he did it. That was his destiny. And I just got to respect that, and I got to move on. Right? Just how it is. You know, some of you, you get so... Some of you are selfish when people die in your family. You know, when people die that's close, you're selfish. And the reason why I say you're selfish is because you only think about yourself. You know, people tend to say, he left me. She left me. I have nobody now. Well, okay, so that's more about you, not even about the person that died. That's what people say. They say, oh, we're not going to get to have fun anymore. We're not going to get to talk anymore. We're not going to get to text anymore. Really? That's all about you. Like, it's about you. It's not even about them. When it's time for people to go, you got to go. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, cry a few tears, you know, but then get over it. And I know you think, you think, oh, man, Wes, you're just so insensitive. I'm not insensitive. But I understand that everybody on the planet is going to die one day. It's just going to happen. Like, we don't talk about it, but you're going to die. I mean, somebody, somebody every single day, 100,000 people die. You better thank God that you live in another day, but... It's going to happen to all of us, okay? And for me to, like, honestly, you know, God forbid, even when my parents pass away, I will be the strongest man at my funeral. I'm not going to cry. I don't plan to cry for what? Because my parents already know where they're going. Um, They have lived a great life. You know, we had a pretty good childhood and, I had an opportunity to bless my parents with a lot of things and do some great things for them. So I'm not missing out on anything. I want them, you know, whenever, you know, God chooses to let them go and they're going, you know, by what they say, they're going to heaven. 
great. I'm happy for them. I want them to get whatever they want, right? But I'm not going to sit here and suffer about it. Never. Okay? Because, um, <clears throat> and honestly, I and I get it, you know, most of you are not going to see life that way, and that's okay. <clears throat> but somebody has to see it this way. Like you can't have everybody crying at the funeral. You can't have everybody crying about everything. You can't have everybody bitching and complaining. Somebody has to be resilient. Somebody has to be formidable. Somebody has to be strong when people are weak. Somebody has to be an example. And I'm just that guy. And I'm okay with being that person. Because I was destined to be this person. Okay? What's next? Questions for me. Um... King West, what relaxing music do you listen to? Can you hi- kindly hit Alexa to give us a little taste of it? <laughs> well, I would, but my I need to reconfigure my um, my Amazon tab. It's not working right now. <laughs> uh, I like Mozart. I like uh, Beethoven as well. In the mornings. <laughs> There you go. Uh, did you like that? Huh? Alexa who? Alexa what? Forget about Alexa. Wesley Virgin. Play uh, Beethoven. <laughs> oh, my God. What's up, Bray? How are you? Hey, what's next? Any more questions for me? <laughs> uh, what's next here? Don't you just love how... I can just make you smile, you know? I just love how at any given moment when you jump on these rants with me, you can just feel good, right? You can just feel excited and feel grateful about life. You start to realize that, you know, life is really not that difficult. We make it difficult because we want everything to happen the way that we want things to happen quickly. Right? We just want everything to happen the way that we want now. But that's not the gifts and that's not the richness of life. The abundance and the richness of life is to be able to choose the emotion that you want to feel even in chaos. It's just the ability to choose it. That's how you become rich. Right? Because you have to be a fool to think that Chaos and pain is never going to exist in your life. Or that one day you will never have pain. You know, the biggest problem with people is they think that they're never going to have problems. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, it's normal. It's how it is. It's the gift of life, in my opinion. Without problems, life would be very insipid, very boring. Okay? So we need that stuff. What's next here? Um, well, you're you're late, Nefertiti, so I don't know what's wrong with you. You're late. I told you about being late. 
Let me get my belt. <laughs> Do you like Yanni? Uh, I don't know who that is. So I'll say no. What was the habit that helped you more to believe the film you was creating in your mind? What was the habit that helped you more? Oh, the habit of consistency. That's it. Just doing it over and over again. Reading books that validated what I believe. Listening to speakers on the internet that validated what I believe. Like, you know, listen, if you want to be successful, you have to make success a study. They mean that you have to consume your mind. Like if you don't believe something and you want to believe something, consume your mind with the people that believe what you want to believe. Like a lot of you, almost all of you, want the reason why you listen to me because there's something about my beliefs that's attracted to you. You like it, right? And you want to believe that way as well. Well, you know how you do it. You continue to listen to me over and over again. And the more you listen, one day... You will start to believe and act the way that I do, naturally. Okay, that's just how the brain works. That's right, keyword believe, absolutely. What's next here? Any more questions for me before I let you go here? And remember, you can always go to howtomanifestnow.com if you want access to my course which is the best manifestation course on the planet. And that's not me talking. That's hundreds and hundreds of people that leave me testimonies every single day. So uh, check it out when you can. Wes, this is off topic, but what are your thoughts on tithing? Paying tithe. So many of you know that my father is a pastor of a church. So I've been paying tithes. Well, I've paid tithes in the past. Uh, about, you know, give 10% of your earnings. Um, I mean, that's cool. I don't necessarily pay tithes to a church anymore because I don't go to church. Um, my my form of tithing is just making a contribution to the world. You know, it could be feeding people. It could be blessing somebody with some money, you know, randomly. Right? So it doesn't have to be the church, right? It can just be to people that actually need it. Um, and I think the percentage is up to you. I don't think it has to be 10%. It's whatever percentage. I mean, the Bible says 10, but whatever percentage you want to give. But I do believe that you should be always giving money away. Period. You know, always just giving money away, helping people, blessing people's lives. Because what it does, it, uh, puts you in a position that you have more than enough, then more money will come to you because you'll believe that you have a ton of money. So, I mean, if you're able to give money like that, I mean, money is very, very relevant in your life. Okay. Any more questions for Wes? Could you talk about the intuition? How does one develop it? <clears throat> and how does it come into play in all of this? So, you know, intuition is kind of similar to what people call the pineal gland, the third eye, whatever. It's just like this gut feeling that people have, you know. And usually women, they their intuition is just a bit more matured than it is for men. But through meditation, meditation, 
uh, meditation for sure. And you'll be able to see things that some people just can't see, if that makes sense. You'll be able to notice things. Like with me, what, as it relates to my intuition, like when I'm with people, I know when someone's lying to me. I know when somebody's sad. I know when somebody's hurt. I don't know when something is on somebody's mind. I just like, I just know. And it's like, I know what to say at the right time with people. It's just my intuition. I can feel that from people. And I believe it can be developed through meditation, calming the mind down, relaxing the mind and organizing the mind properly. Absolutely. Uh. All right, folks, I'm going to go ahead and let you go here. Thank you so much for joining me here tonight. Uh, Wes, I went to buy your Jenny strip and the website was messed up. Which website are you referring to? Um, thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you for taking some time out of your day to on your night to educate yourself about uh, manifesting your dreams and remember something if you ever heard of Laylee I love you okay I'm talking to you I love you I really do from the top of my heart you hear that that's my heart that's my chest too but my heart is on it as well I love you okay and I care about you and I want you to win and I hope to see you soon. One day, I'll see you on the stages around the world when I start my speaking career. Right? Because when I start, I'm not going to stop. So I can't wait to see your faces. Can't wait to shake your hands, hug you, and be able to talk about your soon to see success. Talk about all the things that you've done, all the sacrifices you've made. Become the man and woman that you're supposed to be. Okay, much love. This is Wesley, Million Dollar Virgil. Let's go.